Let me tell you who I am. I am a survivor, a teenage mother, a welfare recipient, and a woman. I am a teacher, life coach, minister, lawyer, and author. I've had my share of breakups, breakdowns, and breakthroughs. I did my work and put my life back together piece by piece. I am Ianla Van Zandt, and I am here to help you do your work. I'm here in Novi, Michigan, right outside the Motor City, Detroit, to work with a family that is in breakdown. I received a heartbreaking email from a woman named Felicia. I was confident within myself, but once the problem with my health began, I felt the confidence fading away. A few years ago, I had some major medical problems with my female organs. It impacts everything. It's like you're riding on a roller coaster, you know, and my, I was just up and down, depressed, emotional. After suffering through years of medical issues and a hysterectomy, Felicia faced another tragedy. After a night out with her husband, Don, the couple got into a heated argument and crashed their car into a pole. Don walked away uninjured, but Felicia wasn't as fortunate. Both of her legs were broken very bad, so I had to carry her out the car. I was in a wheelchair. I had to learn how to walk again. With all the problems I was having, it was times I couldn't have sex, like for a, period, a long period of time. I always heard was, if you don't please your man, somebody else will. Don, a self-employed contractor, has been married to Felicia for 13 years, and they have four children, the two oldest children from Felicia's previous relationships. But Felicia's medical issues left her mentally and physically scarred. And in the midst of her pain, she became insecure, angry, and pushed Don away. Matt, I'm not holding them accountable. What I'm telling you brother. is I'm, I'm... Her personality started changing so much, it was like a different woman that I married. I couldn't take care of my kids right. I could be a mother. I, I couldn't do nothing with my husband. Now I'm crippled. I felt like coming home was a a dark cloud when I pulled up. I beat him down so badly. After years of being badgered and pushed away, Don made a choice that could cost him everything. On a social network, I, I got a message from someone, a lady, and we started communicating. It wasn't an attitude. We could laugh, and it just felt good for once. It ended up being what I needed every day. When Felicia discovered Don's emotional affair, she lashed out violently. When she found out about that, I actually was woken up to being kicked out the chair I was in. I had everything coming from every direction. Throwing cell phones, I broke my phone in half. What I first felt like was, how dare you just talk to another woman? Those are the words you say to me. When you give a person your mind, to me, it just felt like that was the worst cheat. The bond and trust between this couple has been broken. And if they are unable to mend it, their marriage may be over. Our marriage is at the point now where I feel like if I don't make changes, I think my husband is going to walk. At the rate we're going, we're going to be enemies. It's just that bad. And like every breakdown, this is also a story about secrets and lies. It's something that I have to tell my husband. And when I tell my husband, I don't know what 
is going to happen with our marriage. So I'm meeting Felicia and Don on neutral ground. Sometimes you got to step out of your place to get a new perspective. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? I'm doing all right. How you, you doing? Are? Yeah. What is all right? <laughs> Good to see you. Mr. Don? Yeah. Good to meet you. Same here. Good. You ready for this? Yes. So, a lot of distance between y'all. Why is there so much distance between you and your husband? I have trust issues. Oh, you have trust issues? Yeah. Communication just been lost. I think some love been lost. Love been lost? Really? Let me tell you why I'm here. To interrupt the pattern. Patterns of thinking and behavior and belief get us to what I call breakdown. It's not always going to be easy. Right. It won't always feel good. I don't do the work. You do the work. Right. Is that clear? That's clear. Yes. You in? I'm in. I'm in. All right, now that's what you say. So, Mr. Don, you go sit over there on that bench. I got some women's business I need to talk. You're going to be able to walk in them shoes. Yes, I could walk. <laughs> Why'd you write me? Well, I found out that my husband had an online relationship with someone. Mm -hmm. And that disturbed you. Why? Because to me, an emotional relationship is you giving someone your heart, mm -hmm. your soul. Like, you must really be into them to give someone that type of attention. So was he giving her something that he wasn't giving you, or was he giving her something you weren't available to receive? I feel like he was giving her something that, that he wasn't giving me. And why wasn't he giving it to you? Because I was pushing him away. Why were you pushing him away? I had became um, ill, having a lot of health issues. Mm -hmm. And I got to a point where I didn't feel attractive anymore. I felt like I wasn't worthy. And it felt better to push him away because I felt eventually he was going to look somewhere else anyway because I couldn't provide or be the woman I thought I should be for him. Yeah. It's okay. Feel that. And very often in the process, we emotionally abandon the man in our life. Did you do that? Yes, that's what I did. And he was emotionally abandoned. And then he went seeking emotional connection. You found out. How'd you find out? I went through his phone and started looking for stuff. You went through his phone? Yeah. That's when I found conversations between him and the um, other woman. They was having back and forth with each other. And what did you do? I flipped out. I flipped out. Tell me what that looked like. Ugly real ugly. You may have lost your femininity, but you found your bitch in that moment, right? I was a bitch from hell. Really? Yes. I was angry. I tried to fight him. I disgraded his character in front of our children. Wait a minute, hold up. Please tell me you did not talk about this man in front of his children. I did. Oh, I did, and that's the part I feel, I feel so bad for it because I did, I did it in the worst way. I told some details. I was so angry, and I just wanted him to feel the pain that I was feeling at that time, and I knew 
that that would hurt them. I yeah, knew. but what about the children, Mama Bear? I don't know why I didn't think of them. I always think of them first. And I can't understand Because anger makes you crazy. Anger <laughs> makes you crazy. And the children always pay the price for the parents' anger. Yes. Yes. Let me tell you this right now, OK? I don't judge you. I don't hold no heat. But I can't stand with you on that step. I can't stand with you on the step of, as a mom, you tear the father down in front of the children. <sighs> this is ugly. So tell me how you got to the point that you are now having an emotional affair on the internet with a woman. Did you ever see her? No. Yikes. And that was more fulfilling than being in the presence of your wife? At, at that time, it was. Yes. Wow. It was a feeling to me that, that if I come home from work, I would come in and she would have, have an attitude with me. It just became, became too, too much to bear. We Your didn't... love story became a horror story. Yeah, because she had an operation. I was there doing the surgery, before the surgery, and even afterwards. And basically, for like a year after that, she, she used to complain that she wasn't woman enough for me. She felt that I felt that it wasn't sat oh, she, satisfying. She made up your story for you. Yeah. What happens is we make up in our heads that we're not desirable, and then we blame you for it. So she's going through this, and two years later, you have a car accident. Tell me about the car accident. We were arguing in the vehicle, yeah, yeah, and I was driving, and we crashed into a pole. She broke both of her legs in three different places. When she went to move, I looked down and saw her legs were just like that. She didn't cry or nothing until she looked down and she just was screaming, and I pulled her out. out the I had car. to carry her out the car. She went through uh, seven or eight months of, of, of being in a wheelchair, trying to get around the house. And during the time of her healing, she turned into this mean, I, I mean, it, it was something I hadn't seen. Do you think it was your fault? Yes, yes, I know it's my fault. I know it's my fault. Well, have you said to her, I feel so guilty about that car accident? No, no. So you're carrying the guilt of the belief that you were the cause of your wife's harm, hurt. The guilt in you is attracting punishment. Right. Tell me about your wife's mouth. Uh, it, can, it can get bad. She likes to throw names out, out Such there. Such as? Well, well, bitch ass Wow. As a man who owns his own business, provides for his family. What do you do with that? Well, I feel disrespected. And the most thing I feel is ungrateful. It's, it's ungrateful when you got something that a lot, of, a lot of women don't have. I made a wrong decision, and I, I'm knocked back down to what I feel she may feel is the caliber of a no good mm. And that's just what, what the reality of the situation is. Felicia's anger and Don's online emotional affair have left this couple in crisis. After speaking with both of them privately, it's time to come together for a serious conversation. 
but in a marriage. You, you, you got to be on the same side of the table. And it seems to me that y'all haven't been on the same side of the table for a while, right? It's been a while. Yeah? How long y'all been at odds? I would say for, for two and a half years. Mm -hmm. um, so you, know. you, with two children, a single mom with two children, find a man who's willing to come into your life, love you and raise your children? Yes. Did you grow up with your dad? No. Did you grow up with your dad? No. So a daddyless daughter becomes a single mom and finds a fatherless son who's willing to raise her children. Talk to me. <clears throat> Mr. Don, you talk to me. How did we get to this table? I had an online affair with an a individual. It wasn't physical. It just was a release for someone to hear me and just feel, feel better in my time of need when I feel like I'm not being heard at home. That hurts you, doesn't it? Yes. Well, with me, it started back a while ago. It started having a lot of health issues. Mm -hmm. My hormones was changing. I had facial hair growing all on my face. Like, my voice was changing. I mean, you had a hysterectomy? Yes. <laughs> I feel like it just took every everything about who I was away. I was, I felt like I was on a roller coaster. One minute I'm, I'm normal, the next minute I'm hot flashing, the next minute I'm just depressed. Like, I just, I couldn't get a grip. You didn't talk to your husband about how you were really feeling? No. No. Bad, bad, bad choice. Then take me to the car accident. We had left a party. This girl that was there, she was trying to, I felt she was trying to talk to him, being disrespectful. I remember fussing, arguing at him, and... So you were arguing in the car? Yes. About the girl who was trying to talk to him. Not that he was trying to talk to, the girl that was trying to talk to him when you were feeling unattractive and undesirable. Right. Mm. And what happened? We both. I broke both of my legs, both ankles, and I had, like, two casts all the way up to my buttocks. I was in a wheelchair. He didn't come out with no injuries. I was messed up, and I felt like because he was driving, he should have had more control. I just set blame on him. Do you have any idea how guilty he felt about looking down at the woman he loves, both her legs dangling? And how have you punished him for the blame you put on him? Blame and guilt always demand punishment. Beat him down all the time. Tell him. I wanted you to feel some of my hurt. I already did feel your hurt. I was with you while you was going through it. While we were going insane. through it. You didn't. I felt like you wanted it, him to have a broken leg. I didn't want him hurt, but I I just thought he had. Hit the pole on purpose. Really? Out of anger. Did you know that? No. You never knew that? No. Have you ever said that to him? I just want you to be mindful of the irrationality of your thinking. Right. That's totally irrational. So here you are with two broken legs, and you're wondering why your husband don't have a broken arm and three cracked ribs, so that while you're laying up in the cast, the provider of your family would be doing the same. That would have been wonderful. You're a passive-aggressive withholder. 
That means you think something, you feel something, and instead of speaking it, you act it out in a passive way. Yes. How's that working for you? It's destroyed my life. Now, I want you to look at this man right here. Look at him, and I want you to repeat this for me. You see him? Yes. I want you to repeat this. Bitch ass Bitch ass Yeah. Now, what would make you look at this man and allow that manner of foulness to come out of your mouth in front of his children? angry. I just hated him at that time. I you hated angry. yourself. You hated yourself. You accommodated it. And so now, that's how she could call you them words. A B-A-N. I can't even say that no more. I can't say it no more. You know men leave their wives because they can't cook? And you were insane, and he's still here. Right. Come with me. This is the Sweet of hard conversations. Which side you sleep on? Maybe leave this your bed. On that side, you get up. Go on, get in there. <laughs> Y'all come in the bed. Uh-huh. You on that side. Tell me, what, how do you do it? What you do? I get like this. Uh, really? I get on my phone. And what do you, and she turns her back to you. Yeah. And what do you do? I mean, if she's like that, I mean, do like this. And open the computer and use the computer. Okay. Lay down. Just lay on your back. Or, or lay however you feel comfortable. You too. Lay however you feel comfortable. How does that feel? Feels distant. I feel like I lost my best friend. How do you feel as a woman laying in the bed with your husband of 13 years with your back to him? Like a fool. That's a very powerful statement that a woman makes when she turns her back on a man. Mr. Don, I want you to turn over on your side. And Miss Felicia, I want you to turn over and face your husband. What's going on now, Miss Felicia, that you still get in the bed and turn your back on your husband? Because I don't know how to let it go. I don't know how to forgive. It's the end of day one, and it's clear to me that Felicia is stuck. So, Miss Felicia, you and I, we got a little conversation we need to have. Usually, when people are stuck, there is something they are withholding, something they have not said. So, Miss Felicia, if you have wounds or secrets or things you're withholding, this can't be healed, Miss Felicia. So, what's really going on here? I'm really messed up. What does that I mean? I think I'm just horrible. I beat my husband down in front of, even in front of our own children, for cheating. And, and the truth, and the truth is. <laughs> I cheated on him before he, he ever cheated on me. When I start dealing with all this stuff. Oh, Miss Felicia. <laughs> and it happened one time, a long time ago. So you had a physical affair. Right. Two and a half years, you've been beating him up for what he didn't do 
while not admitting what you did to him. That's low. That's why I feel so horrible. This would kill him. I know. You haven't told the truth. And you know what, Miss Felicia? You ain't gonna tell the truth today. To have this reveal to a grown, hard-working man on national television doesn't feel right to me. I don't want to be in that. I think this is something where you got to turn face to face to him in the bed and let him know. But you've got to be ready. And I'm not sure you're ready yet. What are you thinking? I'm just thinking I need to tell him. I have to forgive me. I have to forgive. I want to. I have to. That's the only way I can get past this, whether I already accept if it's bad or good, if it go right or left, if it end, because I cannot live in a lie no more. Okay. I just can't. I'm glad you can. I can't. I'm glad you can. I'm glad that this <laughs> thing hurts you more than you are afraid of it. But you got to get somewhere and talk about it and clear it up within yourself so that you can tell him. And we're going to put you up for the night with your pen and your notebook, and you're going to bring me the 101 things okay. that you forgive yourself for. Because that's the only way you're going to get the chops to tell this to your husband. And I'm going to pray about this. I have a very mixed feeling about it. It's now day two, and I'm about to meet with Felicia. This is a critical point for this couple. Hello. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. How are you this morning? I feel better. You feel better? Yes. You look pretty. Thank you. You did your homework? Yes. Good. Where is it? Right here. Bring it for me. So your homework was to really do some forgiveness work. Yes. How was it for you? It was hard. I had to dig really deep to let myself know I was worth that and I'm worthy and that I can forgive myself. Yeah. So tell me. I wrote that um, I forgive myself for not loving me. Wow. Tell me about that one. I didn't love me. I was so damaged from everything I had went through that I stopped even caring about myself. I forgive myself for not opening up my heart. Did you know how? I didn't know how. I want to share this with you. Because you're a daddyless daughter, meaning at some point, some major point in your life, your father wasn't there, right? And he left you. But somehow in our minds, when we're with a man, we still see and expect from him what we got from our father. And I'm just wondering if you expected Mr. Don to leave you <laughs> and therefore set it up <laughs> so that he would. That's exactly what happened. I felt like if my father walked out on me, what other man won't? Not only your father, your first two children's fathers. Oh, yes. You hadn't learned that you could really depend on a man. Exactly to the point. That's what you got to forgive for bringing the past into the present. Right. So we have a very 
challenging task between us right now. I told you yesterday, I have some real conflict about this. Yes. It's not my intention to impugn your dignity or to embarrass your husband. Right. But I also know in order for us to be in integrity, we can't build a plan when we got a hole in our foundation. Right. And since this is your husband and your choice, and you call me here, I'm going to stand on this step with you. Thank you. I'm going to say this to you, and I don't know this to be true. But you've got to understand, Miss Felicia, this could cost you your marriage. I know. All right? Okay. So let me go get Mr. Don. OK. <laughs> How you doing this morning? Good. Come on over here. Get us How you doing? All right. Mm-hmm. What do you know about yourself now that you didn't know when you got here yesterday? I, kn I know that I need to forgive myself for the guilt that I was holding about the uh, mistake as, um, as far as talking to, to this, uh, this lady online. Isn't that funny that he had to forgive himself? Yes. I know you've heard this, Mr. Don. There's a saying that the truth will set you free. Miss mm -hmm. Felicia. Is there anything else that you need to put on the table so that we can move forward free? Yes. When I was going through all of that mm -hmm. and, you know, with the health issues, I felt like I wasn't worthy for you anymore. Couldn't please you. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I don't know what's going on. I'm, I'm nervous. I'm shaking a lot. It's like, okay. Um, trying so, to calm down, but... All right. I don't know what today is. This is a little weird. All right. That's okay. <laughs> Tell me what your fear is. Call your husband. Tell me what your fear is. Let's move the fear, because we can't do nothing with fear in the back. Hold on. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I'm... Now, come on. Get in your heart. Talk to me about your heart. Whatever's... I want you to focus right here. And I want you to look at your wife and give this voice, whatever it is. Doesn't have to make sense. Just give it voice. Uh, um, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear something. Okay. What? Tell me what you don't want to hear. Tell me what you don't want to hear. Let's talk about it, Mr. Don. Let's talk about it. I love you. I love you. I don't want to hear nothing bad. It, Mr. Don, what's bad? Tell me what bad is. Truth is never bad. Tell me what you're making up. Tell me what you're making up. I don't know. Like, maybe some, some, some that, uh, that, that she done did or some, something like that. Okay. Mr. Don, come take a walk with me. I'm going to leave you here. I'm going to leave you here. So you will come walk with me. I'm, I'm not taking the cameras. I'm not taking cameras.
You already know, don't you? Okay. You already know. Let me tell you a couple of things, okay? That's a long time ago. At the height of her hysteria. Mm -hmm. One time, never again. Even before you did what you did. Okay, but Mr. Don, that's what is at the root of why y'all can't pull it together. She has to confess it to you. Mm -hmm. But I want you to get, Mr. Don, this is what I want you to get. You both did the same thing. You went to take care of yourself, and in doing so, betrayed the other person. And I'd rather us have this little time away so that when you hear it, you can receive it with dignity than to put you on national television in the midst of that kind of breakdown. I didn't want her to tell you, but she needed my support right. to be here. And I want you two to be a demonstration of how to do this and move through the other side. Talk to her. He's all right. Okay, he's all right. Now tell me what's what's happening with you now. Lord, tell me what's happening. This is the real deal, sister woman. It's the real deal. You, you, you. Okay, tell me what's happening. We can't just cry. Let's have, cry with an agenda. Why are we crying? I just don't wanna, um, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. No, you're not sorry. You are ready to heal. I'm ready to heal. Yeah. And I asked you outside. I told, I, st I mean, sat you right here. I said, this could cost you everything. Yes. All right? Yes. But it's going to gain you your freedom. Yes. OK? Now, here's what I want you to consider. That what just happened to him and what's happening to you right now, that's how y'all have been living. And all of this bad behavior, the cussing and the hollering and the hooting and the whatever, <laughs> the throwing of the phones and the iPads, was just a manifestation of what both of you were feeling inside. Oh, he's coming, OK? All right, so you get yourself together now. <laughs> Take a breath. <sighs> Whew. All right, I got your back. Lean on me. Lean on me. Just lean on me. Okay, go ahead. Years ago, before you ever had your affair, I had a one-time affair. And I was so messed up. <laughs> and then I would bash you because I was hiding behind what I did. You was you were a great husband. You were a perfect husband. You were a great father. <laughs> And I, I I don't know why I had did that. That's why I couldn't forgive you. Because I had never forgiven myself. And that's the reason I'm so sorry. Everything I said to you was, it was bashing my own character. I was the coward. I was the coward you stood in yours. I didn't stand in mine. So why you didn't just tell me, like? Just be honest um, and just tell me, especially in light uh, of what had happened with with mine. It's been a long time since that happened. It was times I wanted to tell you, 
but I didn't know where to start. <laughs> and I stand before you as still your wife and asking, can we still work on this and, and get things back in order? I ask for your forgiveness. I pray for your forgiveness. I pray for your heart. It was a mistake. <laughs> and I forgive you for the mistake. <laughs> it was years ago. Here's the point. Y'all both did the same thing. That's what makes you a couple. <laughs> You're mirroring each other. You understand? Love is durable. Love is durable. Love can withstand anything. You can throw stuff at it. You can call it names. You can take it across the country. Trust is fragile. And your expectation that he was going to leave and your suspicions that you weren't worthy of him is what violated the trust. And because it was your speaking and your behavior that created the breakdown of respect, not only between the two of you, but with your children. You have to redeem this man in his children's eyes. Yes, yes, I know, and I will. Come on, y'all. I think your peoples is coming. How's everybody? Good. Now, who are you? Daquan. Daquan. Come on, we're going to go downstairs. I invited Don and Felicia's family to join us, including their four children, Desiree, Daquan, Dejanay, Denier, and Don's brother, Brian, who's a close member of the family. I know you know that your mom had a lot of medical issues at one time. Please understand, her body has been through a lot, and it's had a major impact on her mind and her emotions. And some of that is what you've been experiencing. Some of it was simply bad behavior. And so your mom wants to share some information with you. I just would like to start off by saying that I was wrong for even bringing y'all in, in my mess. Badgering your father in front of you guys, talking down on him, trying to turn y'all against him because I was angry. That was the worst thing that ever done. One of the worst things. And I feel so bad. It eat me up every day because it was a lie. Y'all know y'all father is a great father. Y'all know that he loves y'all unconditionally. I pray that you guys is able to forgive me. It's not about her, her taking blame for me. She taking blame for the way she conducted herself after the fact. The misplaced anger, the, the arguments in front of y'all, you know, the, the details of things that y'all didn't even have to know. Not bad people, bad behavior. Do you get that? Yeah. Yeah, she basically just apologized for what she did. But I accept your apology. I love you. I love you too. And I think we can get past it. Because everybody got their own wrongs and mistakes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Y'all are my life. You've got four articulate, well-mannered, beautiful children. So I, I don't know how your crazy butt did it, but uh, okay. This is a testimony. 
All right? So even in the midst of your wahala and craziness, they survive. Let me hug my guests. <laughs> Talk to your brother here. You're the elder brother. Yes. All right? Help him. Help him understand. Bless your heart. <laughs> <laughs> Keep smiling, baby. Okay. Till you're about 16. <laughs> my black man working. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I so appreciate you. And the demonstration that you are going to be to the world. Take care of them. I will. Thank you all so much. Thank be you. Be good. Hug your daddy. Hug your daddy. <laughs> <laughs>